Fitzy and Whipper. Lights, camera, clarity. Sarah. Inspired by the true crime story that shocked the world, Elle Fanning stars in The Girl from Plainville. Premiering March 30, only on Stan. The top three trending stories this morning in entertainment. Number three, Miley Cyrus's jet has been forced to make an emergency landing after being struck by lightning. Can confirm everybody is okay. She did post uh, only a few moments ago saying, my crew, band, friends and family who were all travelling with me are safe after an emergency landing. We were unfortunately unable to fly into Paraguay. I love you. So they're all good. She's on her world tour, uh, but probably an unnecessary uh, bump in their flight. Yeah, I have seen a little bit of footage of that one, Sears. What's interesting, and for those that are nervous flies out there, you'll notice there's little tails off the back of the plane. They almost look like little bits of wire, Mm -hmm. and they're they're sort of like, um, they don't ground a plane, you can't do that, but they release the lightning and the energy that comes from a lightning and throws it off the back of the plane. Yeah, right. So it's very common for a plane to be struck by lightning. It's not a big deal. But then you would still, they still, obviously it was bad enough that they still had to land. a small jet might be different. Yeah, right. Uh, Guys, this is awesome. So we know uh, that this film, The Lost City, that Sandra Bullock's in, she's been doing a lot of press with Daniel Radcliffe as well. They've sat down with this website, 2Fab is what it's called, and they've done this interview. This poor bloke doing the interview. Thank God they are two of the loveliest people in Hollywood. He started by asking Daniel what it was like working with Brad Pitt, who is also in this film. Well, well, um, Brad... I didn't um, because uh, I'm not in any scenes with him um, and I didn't want to rush but, but to set. But you did go on a set after he'd been there. I've been, I've, I've been dressed by the same people who dressed him. See? That's like, See? I'm wow. like his best friend. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, that was very, very fun. Ooh, never oh, met Brad, but never that's met. all right. Never yeah, okay. what's it like with Brad? Imagine never met him. being in a movie with Brad Pitt, but you actually don't get to meet him. I You'd know. Be shattered. And I'm sure Daniel Radcliffe could have worked his way onto set on a day that Brad was filming. Yeah, you'd think me. so. I don't know. Wouldn't we chat, guys? We're on the same project. Give me his number. Maybe you look too desperate if mm-hmm. you do that. Then this reporter's asked Sandra Bullock, um, and I, look, I guess you ask these things in fun, uh, but what's the worst role you've ever said yes to? I have one there no one came around to, and I'm still embarrassed I was in. It's called Speed 2, and very vocal about it. Makes no sense. Slow boat, slowly going towards an island. Uh, I will tell you, I enjoyed that movie. Were you high? I was 12. Okay, so you weren't high. Okay, so just answers my question. Says you. I've told you this before, but that speed two is used as like a metaphor, or uh, in movie land when they talk about how shows get commissioned. So they will use it as an example of why a show might be commissioned and then fail, and they'll say no one was sacked for speed two. I know, but because speed one made so much money, so when you sit a sit down and go, hang on a minute, whose idea was speed two? You can justify it by saying, have a look at speed one. Except if you ask Keanu Reeves, he says that he was blacklisted by Hollywood. Hollywood for 10 years for not saying yes to Speed 2 even though it flopped because he was obviously Speed 1 when he said no yeah. they had to get another guy in so they blame Keanu Reeves for, for the failure of that oh, film. But listen to what she just said. There's a bomb on a boat Sarah. that's going slowly towards an island. Yeah. Boring. It's like Grease 2 mate. Don't you know even start I me mean? Fitzy. Like... It was superior in every way Michelle Pfeiffer is so much better. Anyway finally guys this is so exciting. Harry Styles this morning has announced new album. Harry. Yeah. May, t- uh, May 20. It's called Harry's House, 13-track album. He released a trailer. Now, Leno has picked up on something awesome okay. this morning. In this trailer, 
He doesn't say anything. He's standing on a stage and the front of a house reverses up um, sort of around him. This audio is playing, though. Have a listen. Right, so you think this must be a song on the new track. Or is it what's wrong with it? It's a backwards song you would guess off his new album. So we asked Snitchy to reverse it. Sounds exactly the same. It does a little bit, but clearer. <laughs> <laughs> that might be one of Harry Styles' new songs. Who knows? May wow, 20, we're going to find out. broken it. My Sid house. broken it. The new single. We will be playing that every hour and a half <laughs> on Nova today, I would say. There it is. Harry's uh, My House album, backwards and forwards. It's Harry's house, not my house. My house oh, by house. Harry's house. Harry's house oh, has a beautiful pissed. kitchen, a back patio <laughs> and a front veranda. Can't wait for the album. Fitzy and Whipper. Do you know what? When you talk about somebody who is so successful that's decided to step down and quit what they're best at, it's hard to talk about it without sounding like they've died Mm. because you have mixed emotions wanting to celebrate and also you're moved by the fact that you won't see her play tennis anymore. Yesterday, Ash Barty had this to say. I don't have the physical drive, the emotional want and kind of everything it takes to challenge yourself at the very top of the level anymore. And I think I just know that I'm absolutely... I I am spent. I know that the time is right now for for me to step away and chase other dreams um, and, yeah, and to to put the rackets down. I mean, we'd love watching her. She's inspired. I love stories like this. I really love stories like this where people go out on a high Mm. and happiness is key and yeah, don't because a lot, lot, you know, for everyone's first reaction is, "Oh my God, you're earning like two, three million dollars every time you win a Grand Slam," but that's not what it's all about. Mm. Obviously, it's, it's taken a toll on her body. I would dare say as well, she's just got married. She probably wants kids at a certain yeah. age, um, and I just think this is a great, th- this is a great story. Like for her, and I didn't realise how far ahead she was in at number one. Yep. on the rankings, like she was. The, the number two seed would have had to, even if they won the next Grand Slam, they still wouldn't overtake Ash Barty. That's how far ahead she was at number one. 25 feels like a young age, doesn't it? Mm. I mean, when you're so good, what I didn't realise and what we enjoy watching, especially when she won the Australian Open, was too, the battle that takes place and her ability to compartmentalise as a young person and stay focused and win each point by each point and not get carried away when she's down and have the strength to fight back... You know, we just see a young girl who's got it together, mm. but we yeah. don't see how demanding that is emotionally Fitz. and all the work that you do. When you retired, you, you, yours oh, was injury. come on, you're injury. not putting Fitzy yeah, to Ash no, Barty, are you? I want to know. <laughs> oh, it's it's minute, about mate. professional sport oh, and mental, mental state. It's about, it's about people who play sport, oh. buddy. Oh, we're not, no, we're Can not I putting ask you my question or in you the feel same category. No, stop. No, no, it's like, like she's, I'm, I'm nowhere near the realm. I know, but, it is. but did you have a moment where, because as she said, she's just not feeling it. After she'd won Wimbledon, she just doesn't feel it. Like, is it that, that sort of basic that you can just wake up and sort of go not that I suspect she just woke up and went couldn't be stuffed anymore but there are there's definitely moments where you you train so much that you don't want to do it anymore without a doubt like and she the the other thing is the pressure that she has on her she won the French Open she won Wimbledon but I, I, I reckon without a doubt 
the pressure that she was under to win the Australian Open was, yep. and you could yeah. see when she won that that match point and she got it. Just a relief. Just the relief mm. for her to get it, and I think that was the moment. She actually said yesterday that even after Wimbledon, that's when she wanted to retire. Yeah, right. She wanted to retire before the Australian Open. So it's, uh, when you're not enjoying it anymore, you just got married, you probably want kids at a certain age. Uh, there was a lot of talk yesterday as well about how she could walk straight into any um, BBL W yeah. side, like oh, any yeah. women's BBL side. She could probably go on the golf circuit okay. and do really well on the golf circuit, or she could join an AFLW team. Yeah. That's how oh talented this woman is. Do them all. What are you going to choose next, Ash? You're right, she might pick up the willow again. Hasn't she got some record for the furthest ball hit um, out of a stadium or something like that when she started a a cricket career? That's amazing. She's a superstar. And Tommy's going to get her on the show later. Before 9 o'clock, Ash Barty joins us for an exclusive. Don't miss miss it, guys. Just working really hard (laughs) behind the scenes. Have we got Pat Rafter yet? What's Pat doing? Who's talking? How do we celebrate? Pat hasn't replied to my text yet, but I'll follow follow him up. Okay. Chase him down. Well done, Ash Barty. We celebrate you this morning. Fitzy and Whipper.